Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is MP on the mic. On Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. Monday morning, 11-19. It is a victory Monday for UVA, a misery Monday for the Commanders. And that's who we dive into right now because there's a lot to get into here. And to me, it starts with Eric Bieniemy this morning. And hey, look. This debate has been going on all season because you got Sam Howell at 40 sacks. Sam Howell has been sacked 40 times this season. He's not on pace to break the NFL record. He's on pace to obliterate the NFL record. If he continues at this pace, he will both have the NFL record for the rest of his life and probably be dead by the end of the season. It's, it's tough to be Sam Howell. The debate all season long has been essentially who is it? Is it the offensive line? The offensive line's not very good. Is it the coaching? Is it Eric Bieniemy not putting him in the correct play calls and, and situations to succeed? Or is it Sam Howell? And Sam Howell himself has shouldered a majority of the blame on this show, in my opinion, doing the scorecard every week, watching the film. Not yesterday. Not yesterday. And look, quarter. I, I completely buy in to this analytics thought that, that quarterback sacks or a quarterback stat, not an offensive line stat, right? You can uh, you can do things to avoid it if you're the quarterback. You can do things to throw the ball away. A sack is sometimes an indication you did not correctly read the defense pre-snap and did not put the people in the correct places. So the sack reflects a quarterback more than the offensive line. That's what the analytics people will tell you, and, and I'm here to tell you they are right. But yesterday against the Giants, I mean, just brutal game. Br- brutal game all around. The offensive line stunk. This was, we, we'd been waiting for this for a while. All right, I got my scorecard here. I got my legal pack because I'm, I'm back on the beat. I'm back at these games. Was up in the Meadowlands yesterday watching this for, from high above at MetLife Stadium. Six sacks. Four of them I definitively scored. That's on the offensive line. The offensive line missed a block. Never had a chance. Sam Howell never had a chance, right? So uh, true media tracks these things. 2.2 seconds was the average time to throw for Sam Howell. That's not acceptable. You can't do that in the NFL. One sack, I scored as on Eric Bieniemy because I was freaking tired of watching Eric Bieniemy call plays in an NFL game. We deserve better as viewers and fans than what Eric Bieniemy brought to the table in the first half yesterday. His worst game since arriving in Washington. I didn't think it was particularly close. One sack... Could have been on Sam Howell. Could have been on the offensive line. I scored it a 50-50. They, the line got pushed back quickly. Howell did pump fake. Probably could have just thrown it away on the pump instead of, instead of hanging around trying to make a play. But it was all done in less than three seconds. Really bad day from the offensive line. And uh, I, talked, I talked to Nick Gates after the game. Talked to Andrew Wiley after the game. They know. They understand. They're professionals. 
They know what happened. Is we didn't do our jobs. In that case, it's that simple. I didn't do my job. I didn't give Sam Howell time. Period. He, you know, what was it? I don't know. We'll go back and look. But that's what's important right now. I didn't do my job, and because of that, he didn't have a chance. And that's that's correct. Um, the offensive line wasn't even close to good enough yesterday. But Eric Bieniemy wasn't close to good enough yesterday either. And he was putting his guys in bad positions and put Sam Howell in bad position after bad position against a defense that was not a mystery. The Giants defense is not an unknown. Wink Martindale is the defensive coordinator there. He's he's a legend in the NFL, blitzes more than half the time, uh, blitzed more than half the time yesterday, brought pressure, but it wasn't anything unique or special. He's just bringing pressure and, and watching the offensive line fold. And the amount of time, the number of possessions it took Eric Bieniemy to adjust on that. One, it should have been zero possessions. It should have been no possessions for Eric Bieniemy to adjust to what the Giants defense was doing because they did what they had done in the other six games this season. They showed what they had showed on tape. If he's in the, I don't know. Is he watching the prices right all week on TV? I don't know. He wasn't watching the New York Giants because they did what they do every week. And he just plowed ahead with his game. This is how I'm going to win games in the NFL. This is how we're going to run this offense. I used to have Patrick Mahomes. You don't have Patrick Mahomes anymore. You don't have a good enough offensive line anymore. And you did not put your quarterback in a position to succeed. You put your quarterback in a position to get sacked six times by a defense that had five sacks total coming into the game. They doubled their total and then some added a bonus on top in one game what it took them six games to do earlier this season. Eric Bieniemy did not put his players in a good position. This was, this was his worst game by far. Then the second half, they make it happen. You get the rollouts. You get the screen passes. My goodness, they remembered Terry McLaurin was on the team. They threw it to Terry McLaurin. I am so happy Terry, Terry McLaurin got paid because he's sure not getting any action. I mean, I get that he's covered a lot of the time. This, this receiver group doesn't, on the whole, get a lot of separation. It probably goes back to the coach, a little bit the receivers. But you can throw it to Terry McLaurin and he'll catch it. He doesn't miss those contested catches. It's... uh. You know, after the game, Sam Howell gave his assessment. Here, here was Sam Howell after the game. Uh, what happened on these blitzes? We just got to do a better job winning our one-on-one battles. I got to do a better job getting the ball out of my hands. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's tough. You know, they have good guys up front, and the the way their front is structured, you know, they demanded a lot of one-on-one, you know, reps with our with our guys, um, and it makes it tough. You know, especially in passing situations when those guys know they can just tee off. They did. They they teed off, and Sam Howell just. His coach just put him right there in the middle of it, did not give him a chance to succeed. That was the most frustrating part of the game yesterday because that's what this season is about, right? Is Sam Howell the quarterback of the future? And is Eric Bieniemy the coach of the future? Those are the two things we need to figure out by the end of this season. The rest is noise. I've said this before. It bears repeating on this Monday where everybody is calling for Ron Rivera's head. Ron Rivera is not coaching this team next year. Everybody knows that. Josh Harris knows that. Ron Rivera knows that. Everybody knows that. Ron Rivera is not coaching this team next year. There's also very little to gain by firing Ron Rivera right now, which is why I don't think it will happen. Uh, You know, there's not a logical choice on staff who would represent an immediate upgrade. 
Uh, maybe you do it to be enemy to give him a trial balloon. But honestly, at this point, you need to let him figure out how to call plays and do the offense first. You don't need to be putting more on his plate. You probably need to take some stuff off of his plate after this week because that was a bad performance by Eric Bieniemy. It wasn't good enough. Is Sam Howell just, I mean, we've got to figure out if Sam Howell's the quarterback or not. You can't do that when he's sacked 40 times. And a lot of that was on him leading up to this week. He didn't get a chance to work his way out of that this week. And that's the thing. I want to see against Philly next week. Eagles come to town. Obviously, the Eagles are going to beat them. It's the NFL. You never know. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll come up with something between now and then. But can they establish the run? Can they get the running game going? Because the running game wasn't going. Uh, total number of carries there. Uh, Chris Rodriguez was pretty much the same as Brian Robinson. Seven touches for Rodriguez, eight touches for Brian Robinson. Robinson was not in there in some key third down situations. I don't know if something was going on. Maybe something was going on. But Brian Robinson, eight touches is not the correct number of touches. In a game that was a one-score game almost the entire game, they weren't behind. They weren't in obvious throwing situations. They had the opportunity to run. They had the opportunity to establish themselves. But I think uh, I I can't go to break without playing the Jonathan Allen clip because I think this... This sums it up, man. You're not going to hear much of this clip, but uh, but but this is Jonathan Allen showing his frustration. What's the evaluation like after a loss like that? They whooped our ass. Plain and simple. Got to be better. Anything they did that surprised you guys early on? No, I want to say so. I think it's just a lack of focus on our part, a lack of attention to detail, not starting fast, and creating holes that are too big for us to overcome in the second half. Does it get frustrating when that team... Yes, it does. I'm f***ing tired of this f***ing tired of this bull It's been seven Years of the same tired of this. What can you do now going forward to get it turned around? Get our minds right and get ready to play Philadelphia. Jonathan Allen with JP Finley of NBC4 and uh, our Odyssey sister station in DC 1067 The Fan. Uh, he puts on a very nice radio show with Brian Mitchell each day. Uh, he, Jonathan Allen, it's been seven years. Seven years of this stuff. Seven years. We've all seen this show and. You just texting people. Nobody was optimistic yesterday. It's the Giants. The Giants beat them. It was a chance to show, not that not that every not that there was a case for everybody staying or that this is a great thing. It was a case to show that you had learned something in four years, and unfortunately, they've learned nothing. All right. Go National NFL in the next segment. We'll take your calls, 833-804-0910. This is MP on the mic on a Monday morning. It's 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 